video games. It is January 14th, 2018. My name is Dan Allen. I'm your moderator today. I'm joined today by Kyle Melville. What's up, what's up? Nicholas Cartier. Good morning. Trey Grunstead. Hey, howdy. And then some. We got one H-E double hockey sticks of hiffle. a podcast. One hiffle. One hiffle. One hiffle of a podcast this week. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing this week, Cartier? Did you plan this podcast? Uh, I don't want to say I planned it because I didn't, but I... <laughs> Uh, I wanna I wanna indirectly say something. Yeah, throw it in. Probably gonna talk about the Nintendo Direct at some point. Probably talk about Nintendo Direct. Yep, we're going over our Goaty voting results. Those Michigan Goaty results. Because we represent a whole state of Michigan. I don't know if you knew it. You guys know that? Yes. A whole state of Michigan we represent. What? Uh, <laughs> we are gonna go over the Nintendo Direct from the eleventh. I don't represent anybody. <laughs> For sure. He only he only represents metal. Yeah, that's metal. it. But first, that's, that's about it. <laughs> first, let's smoothly sail through some corrections. Ah, not my fucking bad. <laughs> Last week I said this week in gambling. I'm not gaming for you. Um, not really correction, but Nintendo literally this week put out uh, a statement like reaffirming how they feel about VR <laughs> they really just I, I was gonna exactly I was gonna quote it I'm just like this is sad so I'm not gonna but pretty much they don't give a fuck Nintendo's like <laughs> VR we don't oh no we don't give a fuck why would we invest in it if consumers haven't invested in it yet and I was like ooh fire you know what I mean uh intelligence is another way of putting it <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart business decision Last week, we we questioned why bring back the Animaniacs when there's Pinky in the Brain you could be bringing back. Pinky in the Brain is, without a doubt, as pointed out to me, a segment on Animaniacs. Like Pinky in the Brain never had its own show. They just had a healthy segment on Animaniacs. I didn't remember it like that either. Uh... Which leads me on the next one, which isn't a correction at all, but when I was reading through that, I was like, do you guys remember Good Feathers? What? It's like the Goodfellas, but they're pigeons. No. That sounds familiar. That's yeah. Animaniacs 2. I never remembered it was Animaniacs. I'm like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Didn't, didn't Freakazoid start off on Animaniacs 2? That sounds right animation-wise. I, could, I don't know, though. There was a lot of things. I'm like, man, I don't remember there being so many segments. That was Corrections, Cartier. You know what You know what means it's time for? What'd you play this week in, in gaming? What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do with video games uh, playing? What'd you this week? Uh, this week in gaming! Deceptively titled. The deceptively titled This Week in Gaming. Not a news segment at all. <laughs> Not about what happened this week. Um, Kyle, what'd you play this week? Played more super hot, honestly. Played more super hot VR? Yes. Speak into my microphone. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, still, same shit. Still really immersive. Mm. And that's time to beat it. 
But honestly, I'm trying to get back into Assassin's Creed Origins slowly. I just wanted to indulge in the VR. Ooh. And you've been indulging rather lavishly? Nah. <laughs> school started, so. Yeah. Yeah. You bought the VR at like, the wrong time, honestly. Yeah, the perfect VR. time. You bought it at the right time. It's just like they didn't ring your doorbell so many times that like it became the wrong time. <laughs> you bought it at the right time. Yeah, I was going to have like a whole weekend. No, you, you, like, you had a plan. Before school started, Like we had like a three-day vacation from work. Yeah. So I didn't have any school, so I, I had it like Friday delivery, so I could set it up, play it Friday, Saturday, oh, Sunday, and Monday. Then we went back to work Tuesday, and it fucking failed so hard that I didn't get it till like Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> good shit. First day back at work, just like um, got pissed. <laughs> got it. Nice. Was that um? Have you put any more thought into Job Simulator? Uh, yeah, I searched for it. It was, like, I think it was 20 bucks. Uh-huh. And I said, fuck that for now. Mm-hmm. Because I have some shit I need to finish. I really, like, oh, damn it, dude. Benny, <laughs> Benny got a Assassin's Creed Origins, and he's already, like, well ahead of me. And I got my game way before he did, so. Oh, Ben, Ben's a f- motherfucking freak of nature well, when it comes to video games. I know, but like, well, he focuses on one game at a time. I'm like, give me six games. And yeah. then I take, like, fucking two I'm going to buy Wolfenstein and Assassin's Creed in the same week. Right, dude. I still have, I still have like, two levels left on Wolfenstein to do. I just haven't. I mean, I don't know. You pay $60 for a video game. I'm not trying to rush to play it mm-hmm. and take it back to the fucking store. Oh, no, we, get, we got friends who do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like... It's, true. it's a lifestyle. The games that I've been playing, I'm probably going to keep. Like, there's a lot of games where, like, yeah, I will rush to play it so I can take it back and get fucking $40 back, maybe. maybe. Because I know I'm not going to keep it. But, you know, pretty much what I have right now... VR games and like uh, all the games that I have on disc are going DLC so yeah nah yeah where's that Wolfenstein DLC uh already happened is it not happening I, I really know. don't know the answer to that question I don't even know if there is DLC I, I haven't I, even I, finished I, the regular game yet but I think there is DLC what do you think uh Trey sure. what do you think Trey played though I think he played with his balls. Nice. Trey Grunstead, what did you play this week? With my balls. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't really played much this week. I'm terribly sorry. I'm thinking about like what I'm going to play today. Nice. And spoiler alert, it's probably going to be magic with Stevie for a minute. <laughs> it's magic together in real life. Yeah. Or via the I dress up like a planeswalker. Doesn't have to. It's not part of the rules. It just does. No, it's part of the rules. Uh, <laughs> House rules. Part of magic club. And, uh, 
Yeah, that's that's about it. What's happened? Dude? I've been I've been trashed <laughs> a good deal, but you know. That's the trading in my screens, bro. This this weekend, how did Trey get fucked? <laughs> how how fucked up did you get this weekend? Um, I I got charming. <laughs> I'm charming. Nicholas Cartier. Yeah. Speaking of charming, so what did you play this week in gaming? This week in gaming is brought to you by Lit Mint Media and Great Lakes Gaming Incorporated. Wow. I know, they got, they uh, Cooper longer. yelled at me for calling it bullshit, he's like, you have to take this seriously, and I was like, All right. <laughs> so I, I woke up on time today, I fucking, yeah. but this week in gaming, I played a game that we're probably going to get to at some points in this podcast, but I'm gonna I'm talk about it right now, mm-hmm. I didn't play Minecraft, I played Dragon, was it, Dragon Quest Builders, Dragon Quest Builders oh, which, which is not ooh, Minecraft, but it's kind yeah. of Minecraft, but I, I don't know, I might buy it. Nice. It seems like fun. I've never played Minecraft, so like, mm-hmm. but everything like How it's got. How is it different? It's um. Well, it, the character is Aesthetics. not a is not a useless block. It's a it's a character that's made by Bird Studio, which is owned by Akira Toriyama, which are all close to my heart. Right. Yeah, it's, that feels. It's art that was once based off art that was once based off Akira Toriyama's art. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But pretty much the goal, what I'm seeing is this is a uh, you're living in a place where all right so. It's got, like, the same, like, opening to pretty much, like, Breath of the Wild. Like, you wake up, and you wake up in this dungeon, and they're like, you've been asleep for a long time. Because, like, they're going on this formula that, like, they found out works. And pretty much what happens is you get, you, like, figure out, you can, like, punch some dirt. So you have dirt in your inventory, and you make Mm -hmm. a big staircase to get up out of this, (laughs) like, fucking, I don't know, this dungeon that you're in. And pretty much the world is just covered in darkness. So you put this flag in the ground, and it creates a box of light. And that's where you're going to create your city. And pretty much you're building a city, mm. and you're trying to recruit people to uh, like live in this city, because in this world, people have forgotten how to build things. But you, you have you have the skill of building, and then you help someone out, and then they gain the skill of building. So nice. you're, you're pretty much trying to rebuild like the civilization. But it's not Minecraft. I've wanted, to- <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to play this for so long, Craft Uh and we just, but for real, like as similar. It's so obviously very similar to Minecraft, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's astounding how different it is. Yeah, no, it it's, like it's aesthetically, like it kind of looks like it, but like I think it looks better than what Minecraft looks like. But there's definitely some things it does better than Minecraft, yeah. without a doubt. But I don't know. I play. I played around. You can't save. All right. So the demo. This is one of those demos that you can't save. Mm-hmm. So every time you close out of it, you have to start over again. Classic. So I've just been keeping my um, switch on. I, I've just been digging. <laughs> they're like, nice. they're like, go to the mountains and find this guy, and I'm like, I'm just gonna dig and see how far I can dig. But no, it's a lot of deep. It's a lot of it's a lot of crafting. It's it's not bad, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's something I might buy. I'm glad you've been enjoying your time with it. Yeah. Told you I'd been stalking that game. Mm-hmm. And one point I almost bought for PS3. Well, you know, yeah, no. When, when I was watching the when I was watching the direct, they're like, "You can get the demo now." And I was Shadow like, "Shadow oh, dropped it. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get the demo, so I got it. It's not bad. I would uh, I'd say people give it a try. You know, mm-hmm. there's it seems like there's actually a storyline there. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I, I do want to try it. It seems better than Minecraft. <laughs> you you should download the demo. It's, oh, dude, it's prettier. I'll say that at the very least. No, what else anyone can say? I just well, it's like all all three D slime. Like 
Oh, yeah, the slimes. Yeah. yeah. What kind of slime did you run into? Oh, just different slimes. Is that the healing slimes? Uh, so. no, I use their, I use their blue goo to make fire. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. Right, do, do you want to use my blue goo? It'll make fire. No. Cartier, you want to do it? Jay will definitely use your blue goo. Yeah. I'll do stuff with it. Do you want to hear about my twig? Ew. You got a twig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want my twig. What? You can't just say that to people. Mm, yeah, on, did man. you hear about disease? It's 2018. Horrible. Dan Allen, what did you play in this week in shaming? This week. So, I'm going to go a whole week not talking about that game series that we unfortunately started a podcast as I started going through this long game series. I'm going to sidestep that this week. Played a few th- things. Uh, I played a 2008 Telltale game. For, I don't know if anyone here is familiar with Homestar Runner, but of all the Telltale games, the Homestar Runner game, it's called Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. I played episode four, which is called Dangerous Three. Yeah, uh, there's not too much to talk about. It was a, uh, it was a Telltale game. I enjoyed it though. I just played that one episode. What I really played, and this was last night, was like genuinely excited, like wanting. Like, play more of this. I uh, got my hands on Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle last night. Me and my friend D'Angelo. It was like, as you beat the world, single player unlocks these co-op things where it's like, you each can, still the strategy, like turn-based shit, but you each control two, and there's like different goals. Uh, yeah, it's it, the rule of two. It's so good. Trey, it's really good. Really good? It, I really, I'm like, I know not just like every turn-based system is for Trey, but I was like, Trey would probably love this game. Uh, it's like... Is it, is it like tactics? The complexities. It is more like tactics than any other like kind of thing like that I've played. Uh, I was saying that like just when it... Classic, it goes to like the enemy's turns, when all the like kind of games where all the enemies, it's one after another speed-wise, not even split mm-hmm. up at all. Yeah. And just like... Movement, movement. The quick cuts and how many different enemies there were, that reminded me of tactics a lot. I'm like, oh man, there's like genuinely just 11, 11 things super spread out right now. No, super complex. Um, movement, super interesting. I messed with Mario, uh, Rabbid Mario, regular Mario, mm-hmm. Rabbid Peach. I tried like four characters. Oh man, I really enjoyed it. Uh, that sounds crazy. It was, it was real fun. All the super jump stuff was great. I'm gonna talk about it more once I've played more of it. Played a few hours of it last night though, and I I loved it. I'm like, wow, this probably should have been talked about a little more. Like, this is a really good different Mario game that came out this year. Uh, but that was my real week in gaming. I also LSD Dream Emulator. I did this thing where it's like on the graph. This alien's head is the, the graph, and you cover its eyes and third eye and mouth. And it unlocks, like, every cutscene in the game, one after another. Just a long sequence it gives you. And, like, blinks screen for a second. Uh, I hit that. 71 days in the LSD Dream Emulator. I'm gonna keep playing it, obviously, but... I saw, like, weird-ass shit. I'm not gonna explain all, like, the 15-second cutscenes of, like, goldfish swimming in a bowl. And, like, a kid eating, like, a sausage. Like, weird shit like that. I'm gonna tell you this. There's one 10-second scene where it's five people walking through the desert. At a slow pace, like you would do if you were wandering through the desert. And they're looking around, and they're looking at everyone. Or they're looking looking around like they're lost, trying to figure out where they're going. And they're all kind of spread out, but they're clearly a group or family. 
and two people, two joggers, who clearly know where they're going, jogging in a straight line at a fast pace, come into frame and then jog past them and don't. There's no contact between the two groups, and then it cuts out, and that's literally all there is. And I've thought about this clip so much over the last like two days. I'm just like, is this about that they they knew where they were going and they didn't help? Like humans not helping humans? Is this what, what are you saying, Osamu Sato? Sato <laughs> Sato San, what are you trying to say to me? Uh, <laughs> anyways, this week in gaming, uh, I got a question for Nick. Or Nick? How do you feel about Kyogre being added to Pokemon Go? Ooh. I feel like I haven't been able to catch a legendary because you need to be in a big group of legendary people and we live in a place where it's like negative outside a lot. And not like negative in like vibes, but like negative in like temperatures. It rained. Pretty much like raid bosses are really hard <laughs> in Pokemon Go, but I also understand that that's like the game mechanic of Pokemon Go. So it's like yeah. I can't really get salty about it, you know? It's like, okay, catch it. Well, I might as well just play Sun and Moon so I can play by myself. But I do... I, <laughs> I, that being said, I do enjoy that they're adding more and more legendaries and stuff to Pokemon Go. I just wish that, like, the that one month of hype, when it first came out, I wish that just, like, stayed. Yeah. Because, like, there were times when I would, like, go up to, like, insert, insert business location where they have a gym... There's just like 20, 30 people like, we're going to do a raid. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, all right, I'll, st- I'll stand out here with you guys in the mm-hmm. summertime. Yeah. Pushing your body up against walls because you just barely, you don't want to walk all the way around a gate. But you're, <laughs> you're, you're, lucky, so you're lucky if you can stay in the car. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. This week in, in trailers. Trade, 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 trade. Oh, it's Kyle's choice this week for what trailer watch? What are we watching this week, <clears throat> Mr. Melville? Cyberpunk 2077. And if you want to watch with us, it is at the Cyberpunk 2077 YouTube official channel. It is the five year old teaser trailer. Two, one, go!
Cleveland Punk 27 to 7. That's what it said. Yeah. So that was five years ago. And recently they just got some more interactive stuff on their Twitter about it. Right, they, they broke the silence. Yes. They broke. Ah, this weekend trailers. Looks good. You play that game? Even though, I mean, it's a CG trailer, but the vibes. Yes. Okay. Got vibes. Total transparency. Who? Let me say this right now to you guys. The Yo. go the goatee voting for the actual game of the year ended up in a tie. So we got together today <coughs> to break this tie. And after three people voting, which Cartier already voted, but he's decided to change his vote. Uh, but it, it was tied. Cartier will decide at the end of this podcast. Which of the three things, and it is Shin Megami Tensei Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Zelda The Breath of the Wild. Uh, and why I said the end of the podcast is, originally I wanted to get this out of the way, and then uh, we got a new segment this week. I wanted to get into this new segment after we'd already decided so it wouldn't sway anyone. And Cartier's like, I want to be swayed. So, this week we have a new segment called Dear Mitten Boys. We have a very public email where you can send any questions, opinions, rants, or games you want us to play. Please send in games. Yeah. I will gladly play any game <laughs> that I don't have to write. Like, just, just send us a game. It save me time. Like, I don't sleep Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> lit media, litmitmedia at gmail.com. That's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. At gmail. At gmail.com. We have finally received our first letter, finally. And it is oh, a lengthy yeah. one. But I figured, I want to, like, I want people to do this. So I'm like, I'm, I don't care if it's lengthy. Like, we're not getting anything right now. You give me a lengthy opinion, I'm going to read it. People will hear your voice. So this is, are you guys ready for our first ever mail? Yeah. Do, we, yeah. do, we, do we know who it's from? Yeah. Oh, it's, I wonder it's, who it's, it's from. It says immediately. It's this is no this isn't any shtick bit by me. This is not corporate. I, I genuinely I certainly fucking hope so. Cause if it is, I'm no, gonna no, be no. so mad. It, it says who it's from in the first. <laughs> the person who wrote this is actually part of the goatee voting. That's why it's interesting. I don't know if we call it a fan or just someone that loves video games too much. But they are they are part of the ten to fifteen people. How many it was? <laughs> they were in the voting pool of the fine Michigan gamers. Greetings, Great Lakes Gaming. Feels good. <laughs> the rest of this will be this man's words, but it feels good. Greetings, Great Lakes Gaming. My name is Roger Riat. And I am writing this in an attempt to make you understand the pure, untainted truth that. Horizon Zero Dawn is not only Game of the Year. No. 
game of all time. Yeah. Through Fuck its yeah, this is my dude. <laughs> through its masterful use of game mechanics, story, and subversion of the expected, it is a beautiful testament to not only what video games are capable of, but of human ingenuity, technology, and creativity. While there are so many amazing things about Horizon Zero Dawn, I figured I would just get to the most obvious points out of the way. Horizon is simply put the single best looking game on the PS4. Using innovative tech to render an open world experience previously thought impossible on current specs. I could get into tech, uh, technicalities, but it should be known Horizon has pushed uh, what's possible forward through new weather systems and rendering techniques. Some of, which, some of which we will surely see in the upcoming games using the Decima engine, such as Kojima's Death Stranding. But I digress. Graphics do not make the game, nor is this the case with Horizon. First, let me state a personal bias. I hate open world games. I've met this man. He really fucking hates open world games. Uh, I hate open world games. All too often. <laughs> why? Did he, did he know yeah. Why? Here it comes. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, he's gonna fucking tell us. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. All too often do game developers choose to make a game open world to pad its length and give an e illusion of exploration. Yes. And ultimately take what could have been a tight narrative and drag it through the mud of busy work and mediocrity. Horizon is a shining exception in the dark tunnel of bloated open-world games. Yes. Taking approximately 25 hours to complete straight through, or 50 to 100%. Uh, the most will take longer for no other reason than its addictive combat, which I will touch on later. Horizon has a total of 60 quests, 22 main, 22 side, and 14 errands. Easily 50 of which all serve as context to the post-apocalyptic robot dinosaur wonderland that you inhabit. The narrative is sublime, and despite an obvious overreaching or overarching theme of man's hubris and going too far, uh, Horizon's strength is in its subtlety of its other themes. If you would have told me before playing Horizon that myself, a 28-year-old white male who generally lacks empathy for just about anything, would be not only emotionally affected, but openly weeping at the end of a game whose primary theme is motherhood and female empowerment, I would have laughed in your face and I would have been wrong. I would have been wrong because Horizon does not force these themes on you. They're not, you're not beaten over the head with them. They are subtle like a wisp of cream in your morning coffee. Oh my god. Woo! Damn, you hit me with that. Oh That's man. not the end, it just sounded like it was. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> over those 50 hours, you begin to feel for Aloy, the main character. Truly root for her success, not simply because she's the protagonist, but because she is a person... A developed character uh, with wants, needs, and even imperfections. Yes, she is an intelligent badass, but also childish and a little naive and arrogant. Within the first few hours, she suffers several major losses, and you can feel those losses yourself. And in the end, when the game finally ends, you realize your heartstrings have not simply been tugged on, but stretched along with Aloy, making the player, at least in my personal case, a different person than they were at the start. The story twists and turns are handled exceptionally and are not immediately apparent. Sure, the game gives enough information early on for you to make some educated guesses, but I've yet to meet someone who has fully been able to guess the primary plot. What Horizon succeeds is in building two separate worlds, the world of Aloy and the world of Ancient Past. And although only one is fully explorable, both are fully realized. Uh, many of the best characters in the game are never met in person, simply being well-formed memories of a world that no longer exists. A great example of the storytelling can be found from the very first audio fi file, slash hologram, you find at the very start of the game. 
It shows a father seemingly through a form of future holographic communication saying happy birthday to his young son. Yeah. Innocent and meaningless at the time you get it. By the end, you realize that this unnamed man was literally facing his own death along with the deaths of his family and trying to give his little big man one final happy memory before humanity's last stand. Little big man in quotation marks fucked with me, I'm sorry. Every single piece of audio log or journal gains deeper meaning. The farther your journey into the game, the more Aloy knows, the more dire your situation goes, building up to an epic climax that does not stop until the very end. But once again, a story is just a story. And I'll, although I would argue that the narrative is also not what makes Horizons, what makes Horizon goatee material, that honor goes to its absolutely superior gameplay and gameplay mechanics. At its core, Horizon is essentially an extremely well-disguised third-person shooter where you fight robotic amalgamations of guns and real-life animals. Every single enemy has multiple ways of approaching it, and the game does a fantastic job of training you to use its mechanics properly. Maybe we will eventually put a word limit on this. This is a long boy. I think he likes this, this game. At the, <laughs> at, the start, at the start of the game, you have incredibly limited inventory space. The fastest way to increase this is by hunting small animals, often incredibly small. This teaches you to aim with the bow while moving, aiming at much smaller targets than you do with enemies, giving you a quick mastery of the bow mechanics. As you progress through the game, your bow... Your bow slings and tripwires gain alternative ammo types, giving you a chance to practice often before gaining a truly new tactic. Skill points come often, giving a sense of constant progression. The earliest skills are most important and more generally applicable, while later skills are either used more situationally or refine already deep gameplay systems. Now, I will willingly admit some have issue with the melee combat being simplistic and weak, but I assure you that is unintentional. I'm sorry, I'm sh I assure you that is intentional. In the event you are forced into melee combat, it is meant to elicit a specific feeling. And that feeling is, oh, fuck, I am so fucking fucked. You, yes. are, a sack <laughs> yeah. you are a sack of meat fighting a robot, T-Rex, that shoots missiles from its back. Uh, I'm sorry. Shooting missiles from its backhand to giant robot claw combat is purposely discouraged. You cannot brute force your way through a T-Rex, but you can outthink it. And there is no greater satisfaction than taking down something that large, before it even knows of your existence. Not because you're stronger, but because you're smarter. Unlike so many games in recent history, I find myself picking up Horizon even after a dozen playthroughs and playing for a few hours simply because gameplay is so responsive. Not once did Aloy do something I did not feel totally in control of. Its gameplay, its gameplay is as tight and unique as some of the other greats in the industry, like... Metal Gear Solid Five, or even Bloodborne. Yes, it is not as brutally challenging as the former, but no game in the industry will will make you feel quite as badass than sniping some unsuspecting robot from a football field away. All right, this is conclusion. I could go on about Horizon for literally hours, but I fear this is already getting to the point of being too long. So I'll end with this: Horizon changed what I thought video games were capable of. It changed me as a person. It changed how I look forward on games in general. And man, I know I've said this before, but that ending. Right in the fucking fields. Forever the Mitten, Roger Riott. Wow. This standing ovation. This has been Dear Mitten, boys. What do you guys think? Uh, the Any thoughts on our first fan mail? <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Woo. Especially, I mean, he's got my vote. 
I don't change yeah, my vote. Yeah, I know. What what I was gonna say is like. Ah, uh, for me, for me to vote for the two that you guys are talking about, you guys better start writing your essays right now. <laughs> me? Yeah. me and Trey. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got, a, I got a great speech formed. I'll be super, also transparent again. Guess who didn't play any of the three things tied for Godin? That's Dan Allen over here. <laughs> Having a good time. You guys sure you don't want to vote for Odyssey? No. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, guys. <laughs> We have a game. You guys ready for that sweet, sweet game? Yeah, lay it on me. This weekend game. Ing. (laughs) (laughs) This weekend game. Ing. All right, it's time for the single question mid-cast bonanza. Ah! Ew! Ew! So let me just, uh... (laughs) I thought I wrote down the question, actually. I thought I had a piece of paper in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. What is this? Cartier, what is this? In my- oh, this? oh, did you see it, Cartier? I know it's steel. <laughs> nice, it's deceptive. No, it's just a fancy Pokemon. I have a Pokemon card in my hand, but I, yes, almost <laughs> showed Cartier. I have Pokemon cards, too. Yeah, I, I think this is a good one. Cartier? That was close. <laughs> it was real close. Deceptively steel. I'll say he saw. He thought it was steel. Um, your only hint going in is now that it's not steel. God damn it! <laughs> but uh, it's just no. You know, fancy cards. Mm-hmm. Fancy cards are fancy. Curtier, we have a hell of a closer today. Yeah. It is going to be stressful, and every point counts. <laughs> today you are fighting for an unnamed prize, and that's it. You successfully can tell me what Pokemon card I'm holding in my hand with just 20 yes or no questions. These boys who are poking each other on the couch because you just can't leave them alone, uh, they're going to bet. They will get the same prize if either is correct. And they will vote whether or not you will be successful in the Poke Challenge. Trigger on step. Will Cartier pass this Poke Challenge? Remember, there is... What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> there, are, there are points on the line. There's points on the line. Poke challenge. Look like one of those sheepskin condoms. No. And it's Tra- not because I don't believe in you, Nick. Hey, this is what happened last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. Trey said no. Kyle. Remember, you don't have to go opposite. Last guy's, you guys, it works any way yes. you want to do it. I love it. The same thing. Once again, Kyle. Cartier <laughs> says no. Cartier, you have 20 questions for this non-steel Pokemon. Yes or no only. Starting now. All right, so before before we start, because I know we just started. Yeah. Are, are you going to do the thing where you can say no to a certain question? Thank you for bringing that up, Cartier. I get to say no to one question. All right, so we're starting now? Yeah. Is it a dark type? No. Can I say no to one question? No. You can do everything you want, really. On the podcast. Is it, is it original 150? No. Yes. He zeroed in after two, folks. Oh, <laughs> shit. You bitch. Is, ah. it, is it bipedal? No. Bipolar? Bipedal is like stands on two. Two footsies. Two tootsies. Is it Atkins? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have pedals, you idiot. 
Now Cartier's like, do I guess seconds? Do I not guess seconds? No, I'm not gonna guess seconds. <laughs> um, does it have wings? Is it by wingus? No. Not two wings. Sixteen questions, Nicholas Cartier. Does it have? Does it does it have arms? No. <laughs> no. No arms. No arms. Is it executor? No. Is that the thing with all the eggs? <laughs> like yeah, the man. Eggs yeah. Executor. Alright, so it's not dark type. I like that. Like stands it. on stands on two feet. No, that was a no to bipedal. There's a no to bipedal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. We'll go back so and see if I fucked that up. It doesn't stand on two feet. No, yeah. And it doesn't have arms. Is it ghastly? No. Great guess. Maybe it's <laughs> Mr. Mime. He's got, he's no, he's got all those things. 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 he you say panini? That, that was a no. Yeah. What's its body temperature? <laughs> um, I'm serious. Is it Dragonair? On the tenth question, Nicholas Cartier, and this is why I did 15 last time. This is now your card, Nicholas Cartier. And the prize is, are you ready? It is negative, negative five points for Cartier and Kyle. Wait, what? Ah! <laughs> what do we get there five points? Listen, it'll all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyped for the closer. Yeah. But first we got... We got five points. <laughs> How many questions was I supposed to have? Uh, I did 15 last time, 20 this time. 20 so I'm going to get five points just to get to zero. Listen, you should have teamed up with Trent. Listen, it's not like that, guys. Wait, I said yes. Yeah. And see we, if you we, get it. Yeah, we lost points for that. Wait. Why? Because <laughs> I got it. It's a tricky game at the end, guys. Why That's all I'm saying. Why did you get it wrong? Because I, <laughs> I didn't know what the prize was going to be. I'm fighting for my honor. Our all prize right? was negative five points, Cartier. Cartier, uh, two no. Uh, I have one challenge. I have, <laughs> fuck you. I have, I have on Fireside.fm, I am <laughs> legally stating that I am your guys' Pokemon professor. I am just upholding my fucking title. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> professor Pokes. Shut <laughs> up. Smooth Dickens. Smooth Dickens. Smooth Dickens. Smooth Letter next week's from Smooth Dickens. Um, I'm gonna change it to Diggins. Atkins. <laughs> smooth. Smooth Atkins. I didn't guess Atkins, man. I was gonna leave that for the last one if I wasn't getting to it, but like I didn't want to guess it because he said it. So I was like, ah, true, true. Is it Ekans? <laughs> it was close to Ekans' body type, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Is it Ekans? It does look steel, though, right? Well, because, like... Is it our bag? Is it our You know, when you pull out of your pocket, and you're like this, when you pull out of your pocket, you're like, what is this Pokemon? You know? 
was a darker color. Oh, nice. Okay, for sure. I understand. Dude. Speaking of it, what up? I want to do that to, to Nick next time with some fucking Pokemon cards. Dude, yeah. Poker Challenge. Yeah, baby. It's Dude. fun. It is. January 11th. There was a Nintendo Direct Mini. It's officially unannounced. As shit. Uh, it's 14 minutes long and exclusively about Switch games. You guys watch it? It's alright or not. I just didn't know. You watch your cartoon? Yeah. You guys all watch it? Uh, there's some, there's some, there's some 3DS there. games inside of there. Was there? Yeah. Oh, man. 3DS ports to Switch? No, well, there is one that's a... Uh, it was a DS port to Switch, but then there's right, um, right. there's a Kirby game coming out. The oh, demo, the Battle the, Royale. Yeah, the Battle Royale. Right, but it was really about Kirby All-Stars. Well, yeah, I know, Switch. but they mentioned it. What about Air Ride 2? We'll get to all of it. It's happening. Everybody Cooper's in the building? What's up, Cooper? Sweet, soft Cooper. They uh, did start. Ooh. You want to keep an eye on him? Cause yeah, I am. Because <laughs> he'll fuck shit up. Like, he does not give a fuck. He doesn't mean to. We started with The World Ends With You, which is indeed, Cartier, a DS remaster. Uh, it's actually a final remix, Cartier? It's final remix? Uh, it's t- 10 year anniversary uh, of that. It's like an action RPG. It looks very Kingdom Heartsy, not necessarily the gameplay, but just like I think it's Square Enix product project before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's similar looking characters coming out this year. The whole new scenario. So if you are a fan of that from the DS, uh, totally worth picking up for the Switch just for the new scenario. Paid DLC for Pokémon Cartier. Yay! Two new battle packs, battle waves, wave one, wave two. Uh, Fourteen ninety five, fourteen ninety nine gets you both of them, and I don't know. Maybe my understanding is wrong, but it seems like I thought you were get, trying to get that cat. Me with your wiggle, hand finger nah, wiggles. I just, I just fed you dude. Switch. Uh, was it edgy edgy slash edgy slash? I asked in the car. I didn't even fucking get edgy slash. Uh, a whole bunch of like support Pokemon. I don't know how support Pokemon work, but is it more important the battle Pokemon? Um, well, pretty much it's like, there's this gauge, and you wait a certain amount of time in your battle, and there's just like, whenever you use your support, it like drains them and it has to like recharge. Okay. But pretty much what support Pokemon do is like, there are some that like disrupt your opponent, so like, there's a Rotom, and it'll pretty much like make like a Thundershock to like stop your opponent from moving for a second. Then there is a, um... There's ones that, like, heal you, there's ones that buff you, so, like, you can get more speed and more, like, attack power, more defense. Were you excited? So, the battle Pokemon, I'm not going to say that name again, the Slash, as I like to refer to, it's one of my favorite Pokemon, so I like to call it the Slash, mm-hmm. and uh, Blastoise in Wave 2. How do you feel about the support Pokemon in the second wave? It's actually the only, the only support Pokemon that stuck with me, because it's what Mew and... Uh, uh, Celebi? Mew, Mew Celebi is one of them, and the other one is Mimikyu and Mega oh. Rayquaza. But that's great. Oh, 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 that's bring it up. Let's get into it right now, Cartier. They said it away. I'm not used to saying it, which sucks because Quasar. Uh, remember, like you know that the game was it? I always say Wise, where it's Y and the apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. It's definitely East, man. Like, east? and I'm like, what the? F- they, that's how they said it on the direct, so I want to accept it. Like, oh, it's East Eight, but then they're like. They said Rayquaza the way I didn't like them saying Rayquaza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say it again, Cartier. They, they hit you with the Rayquaza? I gotta put it in my head. It's just not how it is. It's like a Quaz- Quaalude. 
I'm gonna call him Ray Quaza from now on. <laughs> I, I personally Ray call it... <laughs> I get in my head. I personally Ray call Quaza. it Rayquaza. Yes. I, I don't know. It just sounds better. Rayquaza. But it does. Besides for that, no. My uh, my go-to set for Pokemon for my um, shut up. For my <laughs> support Pokemon, I like using Diglett because it just fucks people up. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Diglett. a strong choice. Yeah, Diglett would fuck me. Dig- up. Diglett Cubone. But no, four, fourteen dollars for the two packs. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy it. Like I enjoy playing that game. I'm playing it more lately, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know. I feel like Aegislash is gonna be good for like poking two forms. Yeah, he's got two forms. He's got an attack and defense form, and then just like Blastoise, which means that his like super attack is gonna be mega evolving. So you get to see like K- King Koopa Junior. Might be kind of spongy. I don't know. Be interesting how he kind of plays. A little spongy. A little spongy. Might be a little spongy. Not because of the water. First wave comes out January 31st. And the second one is March 23rd. They talked a little bit about Kirby Star Allies coming March 16th. Uh, is it Air Ride 2? No. Well then. You okay? <laughs> 30th anniversary of Kirby. The, the gameplay for it looks a lot like that Mario game that we played on the Wii a long time ago. New Super Mario Bros. Yeah, the Wii. first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one that we like four men like all the way through. I enjoyed it. I think I'm going to get this Kirby game. It looks fun. Oh, you, see, you can be a painter. I have all the costumes they showed off. Like, he's a painter. I'm like, look at that. <laughs> you <laughs> you like, just look at it. Oh, plus, they showed the box art for it. And mm-hmm. like, ah, so Amer- Nintendo America's got this thing about Kirby box art where they make him look angry mm-hmm. to make him, because like, people don't want to buy it. Like, they think people don't want to buy Kirby because he looks cute and he doesn't look like a badass. So they give him like little lines on his eyes so it looks like he's pissed off. It looks like for the American art that they're going to keep it the same as Japanese art, which is pretty much a first for Kirby. Cool. Yeah. It's also Kirby. Uh, oh. oh, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It is. Uh, not Mar- only marketing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have you played any of the Kirby Battle Royale demo? No, which I is, haven't got it. They're like, this is still out. It's cool because afterwards they were like, it's not demo out now. It's like, this demo is still out. Then right after, Dragon Quest Builders demo out now. Uh, so that's cool. No, yeah. They're, they're trying to keep, I, I don't know what they're doing with like the 3DS line because it looks like, they're coming out with a new um 2DS. That's a, it's a Pikachu one. 2DS XL? Yeah. yeah. It's a Pikachu yeah. one and it like, it's coming out with a new game that has been announced for America. Nice. What is it? Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. No Detective Pikachu found in this. I feel like they were just well, trying to do Danny minimum. The for the runner, for the yeah, no, they asked him, he was like, what's Pokemon? <laughs> Wii <laughs> the, wow. Wii, the Wii U port of a game tray cares about Hyrule Warriors now coming to Switch, slowly bringing the, the lost gems of the Wii U. Uh, I'm not upset about these ports. I'm like, yes, because there's one on here I'm I, super hyped about. I love it. I'm gonna buy them. I never got yeah. to play them because I didn't have a Wii U. So, dude, when when Mario Maker comes out on that Switch, you know what it is. I might buy a Switch. Like that's kind of thing. Um, let's see. Oh, it's also the Hyrule Warriors is cool because it's gonna be characters from the Wii U and 3DS version. I didn't know there was differences, but it's all of them. Twenty on characters and all. There's Breath of the Wild outfits now, um, and there's you can do two player multiplayer on the same screen. Hyrule Warriors. That'll be cool. 
New Mario Tennis game, Mario Tennis Aces. Ace-based combat, possibly. Um, it's, a, it's a tennis game. It's a Mario Tennis game, which I'm excited about because nothing will ever be that Academy one, but, like, I don't hate even the, N the N64 Mario Tennis. Like, story mode in this one, it's coming this spring. There's boss battles. So far, the only playable people we've seen are Mario, Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi. Uh, we also saw DK. He's also probably playable, is the assumption. Yeah. But we also assume it's probably... You can assume Peach safely. Uh, Toad looks like a side character. Probably won't play as Toad. Hopes for Baby Mario is what I got right now. <laughs> Let's not forget about Baby Mario. Each of the uh, the Koopa children. Oh, that'd be sick. They did that for Mario Kart 8, right? Yeah. Yay. Uh, notable, notable in this tennis thing. I feel like it's going to be, it's not just going to be like, oh, it's tennis. Like, the thing in this one is going to be like, yeah, aces are super important. Right, they got a storyline. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah. Also, Wario's racket breaks off an ace, so I feel like there's going to be some, like, super-powered shit where it's like, n literally no one's returning this. Maybe you can't activate it all the time. It's like, or just like the perfect hit. Just like, literally there are some unreturnable aces that break rackets. Real interesting, I don't know. You know, we just talked about how I have a weird love for, like, dolphin tennis games. I'm like, there's like two or three tennis games coming out this year now. Yeah. East 8. I don't know shit about East, even after watching this this trailer. Base building, island survival, I don't even know. Mm. Slash them up. There were swinging monkey arms, I wrote that, because there was a big monkey enemy. <laughs> I don't know. This is coming this summer. Uh, free Mario Odyssey uh, update? That's cool. You guys see this one? The multiplayer for Odyssey? No, the balloon game coming in February. Yep, Luigi not a playable character. They're like, here's Luigi, like, but you're not playing it. <laughs> Luigi symbolizes the start. Once you beat the storyline, it's like this balloon hiding slash finding game where you have like thirty seconds or whatever. It's about how fast you can traverse a map. You just have a balloon and you just have to hide it in a weird nook or granny somewhere. Yeah, people online are like finding balloons. They have like probably. I don't know if it's, they have thirty seconds to find it too. But they might have more. That's cool. Did I mentioned swinging monkey arms. Uh... No. <laughs> Mario Odyssey update in February. SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. I don't know shit about this. They yelled Dream Finish at one point and I wrote it down. Like, Dream Finish. Also coming this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, DLC coming in the spring. And that DLC is going to be DK. It's like a, in the trailer, he definitely had like a boomerang banana. I don't know if you're going to get that. A boomerang banana. <laughs> he, also no clearly, he also clearly has some sort of super toss. Or like maybe a, the team jump off him is like something special distance-wise. Like jump on him and just like whip some halfway across the map. New? Yes, that, that's what it looked like, but it's hard to say at this point. New Payday 2 character coming out when it comes out on February 27th. A hacker named Joy. <laughs> Joy God damn. Like the Joy... Like, Joy -Cons. Like the jo like, Joy, Joy -Cons. like the um, Joy Cons card here. <laughs> with a light up mask. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Faye. Did I already say Faye? No, I didn't. Faye. Uh, is coming. Spiritual told us this. Director was happening in January. Still looks awesome. Does Faye? It's like sound based exploration. I don't even know how to describe Faye. It looks beautiful. But it was, they coupled it with talking about this weird eight bit. Uh, this 8-bit mountain climbing game called Celeste. Mm -hmm. No, I just know that. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm, 
No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's 8-bit, it's modern take on an action platformer, and this is why I'm playing this game. My mom's name is Celeste. Mm-hmm. Celeste doesn't pop up a lot in life. Alright. I'm gonna play this game. Uh, and it looks like something weird I play anyways, but also, yeah, Mount Celeste. I don't fucking... That's, that's a story about my mom this week. Next week it'll be something different. Another Wii U port, enhanced Wii U port, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I'm probably most excited about all this, even though there's that tennis thing. Because uh, I love Donkey Kong Country in general, and this is that lost one. I'm like, I will probably never play Tropical Freeze. I heard good things about it. Not only did they announce it, Cartier, who is now playable? Well, you see, I'm really surprised he didn't tell us when we had him in the studio friend a of the couple podcast. weeks ago. Friend of the podcast, Funky Kong. Funky Kong now Funky playable. Funky Kong does not tell us spoilers. Aww. Righteous Ouch. dude. They called him a righteous dude. They did call him a righteous dude. Mm. Yeah, you got that surfboard, you know. You think, you're, you think you're falling down and you're going to just fall onto some spikes. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to do some finger flips on my surfboard. Good shit. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited because I'm going to get that game. And uh, I got plans on that game then. Yeah. I got plans. You got plans. Got plans. <laughs> I'm gonna act on it. I'm collecting a pen. I'm sorry, cartoon pen. Still listen. Collect yourself. Collect pens. I uh, there's only one other thing to talk about, and that's the end. How do you feel about the very end, cartoon? Well, I've never played the game that was at the end, so (laughs) I might pick it up. The first Dark Souls, gonna be remastered from one of the three things from software is working on. I don't Uh, like those games. Dark Souls, yeah. You know why? Why? It's just too dark for me. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I don't know, dude. I like games with, like, a lot of color. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dark and green. And it, it's, honestly, <laughs> regardless of the name, it is just, like, a dark, gritty fucking game. Like, I played it, and I, I don't mind playing it. It's just that, like, after I'm done playing that game for, like, maybe even two hours, I'm just like, man... It's some color in my life. <laughs> like, think about that and then, like, the opposite <laughs> game, like, being, like, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> you just sold everyone on it so hard. Yeah, it was just, that, like, What do you work, what you work for from software? Yes. Were we already buying it? No. <laughs> I've, uh, I've never played that game. I might get it, but I also have a lot of long games that I haven't beaten yet, so... In the backlog. I don't know. It's, uh, it is, it is in the backlog. Dark Souls is in the backlog. But I, the only thing I know, cool the only thing I know about Dark Souls is like obscure <laughs> hitboxes for villains. That's like the extent of what I've heard. Ooh. Oh, Dark Souls is actually really cool, and I was just playing it on hard. We're low on time. I gotta say, ah, are you guys ready? Yeah. Four. <laughs> this week, uh, dude, I'm excited for this game. This week, we're playing a game called Top of the Pops, which is British slang for, I don't remember what Top of the Pops is British slang for. I just remember it's British slang. I hope it's not specifically British wrestling slang. It might be. Top of the Pops is happening. I have a list. You might hate me for this game. I have a list of the top 100 games. Physical sales only. The top 100 games sold in the UK in 2017. <laughs> UK top 100 re, uh, 
Who's going to copy this? You will each take turns, one at a time, naming a game. Rapid fire. One at a time. <laughs> this will happen five times. You're trying to name the lowest, or the, the highest, uh, you're trying to get closest to the top of the list. The best selling game is what you're trying to name, because it's like golf style. You want to have the lowest amount of points. That's why minus five is good. The winner of the end of this game is going to be closest to zero. The lowest number of points will win this game. Uh, so if you, you you pick the number one selling game that round, you're only taking one point. I think there's five rounds. This is enough that you could hit 100. By the way, if you name a game that isn't on this list, 120 points for going out of bounds, and that's your thing for. The, oh my god! I feel like you can do that once. There's 100 games on here. They're not. They didn't all come out in 2017. They have to be ones that are physical. So let me just get this out of your head right now. Don't say PUBG. Like, it's got to be a physical copy in your hand. Uh, Fuck you. European stereotypes. Uh, what? Wait. <laughs> you guys understand the rules? You guys understand the scoring system? Yeah. All right. We're going to rock, paper, scissors now to see who goes first. We're going to go rock, paper, scissors, and on shoot. I got scissors. All right. No, it's going to be uh, the three of you guys. I guess it's like all at the same time? Yeah, all three at once, yeah. Uh, Don't worry. No, I got, I'm got. i going to moderate it. It's all right. All right. Mommy, Poppy, Pedro. All right. See, this is why it was okay, Cartier. I was hoping that that would happen. So Trey will go first. We're going to go around five rounds. You guys understand the game. Lowest points wins. Trey, your, fir your first Fuck game. you. Uh, Before what? And because it's, not, because it's not just what came out last year, it's a stales of the year, you... You have to get specific. So FIFA, FIFA twenty seventeen, whatever. Yep, FIFA seventeen. Yep, is actually number seventeen. That's 17, <laughs> 17 points for Trey. Can I go now, Kyle? Who now? Keep in mind, Kyle and Nick are stuck with minus five. GTA five. GTA five was third overall <laughs> for sales for. The UK for fucking physical sales. I know. Nicholas Cartier. Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. Didn't make the list. Really? No, um, no that's that such a joke. Number 12 overall in the UK for 2017. Trigger on set. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Number 14. The Breath of the Wild. Brings you to 31 points overall, Trey. 31 points. Kyle. Horizon. Uh, which Horizon? Let's joke. Zero, though. That is number 10 overall. Nice. That brings Kyle to 12 points. Nicholas Cartier. Uh, um, Pokemon Sun. Oh man, it's gotta be Pokemon Sun, not Pokemon Ultra Sun, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's gotta be Pokemon Sun. Yeah, why? That's not the wrong one? No, no, you're good. Pokemon Sun is number 65. Dangle Snoot. Brings Cartier to 72 all the other. 72? Yeah. Yeah, you had 7 points before that. Because you had the minus 5, you got the 12, right? Trigger on set, but it's early in the game. Ah, dang. Final Fantasy 15. 
Deep in the vault. Deep in the vault. I was hoping you guys would hate this game. Oh, man. I'm scared to say anything. Think about it harder. Ooh. It's got to be on this list for sure. Yep, okay. Final Fantasy 15 is number 80. Yeah, I, I didn't think it did that well after I said it. UK physical sales. It's just a weird thing to guess, Kyle. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Which one? Uh... Okay, you have to name a real game. That's that's, that's not even the fun. <laughs> <laughs> World War Two. Right. Still fucked up, Kyle. Like, fucking Battle name a game that's not real. Two. Call no. of Duty World War Two is number two overall. I was thinking of God damn it. killing it. I was thinking of Star Wars. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you were. Nicholas Cartier. Overwatch. Overwatch. Overwatch was 29 overall. Trace sits at 121, Nicholas at 101, and somehow Kyle is at 14. (laughs) (laughs) It's not over, though. Battlefront 2. Fuck you, dude. That was my next one. That is number five overall. Asshole. Because <laughs> that's going to fucking help you, you dick. Kyle Melville. <laughs> I know. Kyle Magnuson Melville. My last one, dick. What is your answer? Uh, <laughs> was it an Evil 7? This will be the most points that Kyle has received. Oh my god! In the game. I hope you just give me a hundred and twenty. Fuck you. No, no, it's not that bad. But it might not be that good. Oh my god! Whoa! Someone might have. Oh fuck! Give it one last go over. You're a dickhead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you little fucking sour bitch. <laughs> I couldn't find it because it actually did really well. Uh, 18 overall. You're lucky. Nicholas Cartier. Wolf and two. Wolf. Wolf. Wolf and Santu. Wolf and Santu. Wolf. 32 overall. Wolf and Santu, the new Colossus. Now, guys, it is not out of anyone's reach as we go into the final round. Keep in mind that the closer will get to close out this podcast in any way they choose. Keep in mind that nothing's out here. You can get 120 points for one thing, so don't be scared when I say the score is. Nicholas Cartier, 133. Trey, 126. Kyle, 32. It's all up to Kyle. See what happens here. But Trey, you want to stay in the running. What is your final fifth game? Damn. Fifth and final game. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Mm. Mm. What's Assassin's Fuck Origins. 
Assassin's Creed Origins is oh, fourth overall. You were a dick. Dude. <laughs> you don't even have that game. You're an asshole. Kyle Melville. Hold on. Fuck you, Trent. <laughs> Play the game, Kyle. Oh, Be man. careful, Kyle. If you say the name of a game that isn't really a game, I have got to give you 120 points. Alright, so be careful. Legally. Yeah. It's just too close. Steps. He's pissed right now. If you had said that Battlefront 2 shit at the end, I would have fucking... You would have lost. <laughs> this round is way more serious. Any game in the world, Count Melville. Uh, don't fuck up. <laughs> Shadow of War. <laughs> what was the name of the game? Shadow of War. <laughs> Full title. Just made it up. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking remember. <sighs> I can't act like I don't know what you're talking about. You gave me the actual subtitle to the game. I know. <laughs> Well, there's 120 boys. I didn't say that, Kyle. Well, I'm probably already losing this, so I'm just going to say Xenoblade Chronicles. Nice. Yes, Cartier, you have statistically lost this. (laughs) But your undying heart is what's really going to shape us into the new year. Yeah. Plus, after this, I have to have to say what I decided on. Oh, dude. This so, you know what's so funny? You ready That's for this? That's not it, it came out too late. That's funny. Xenoblade Chronicles is not on the list. It's 120 points for Nicholas Cage. Uh, <laughs> there we go. You're Fuck winning. you if you say this. <laughs> no, oh, wait, so the right? game is over. Oh. And the winner of this game. Is Kyle Melville. Oh, fuck yeah. I gave it to him because he said Shadow War. <laughs> the fact that you don't remember Middle Earth. No, I don't remember that. Well, that's fair. Yeah, it's like if you had said New Colossus, would was I have taken number it? number one? Yes. No, number one was FIFA 18. But, God damn it. <laughs> but FIFA 17. I, that's why I said which FIFA. Anyone got a guess for number 100? Persona um, 5. Persona 5, alright. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we are... We, we are... Living. <laughs> you totally just crossed all over neck. <laughs> Apologies, Nicholas Cartier. Oh, uh, That's why I covered my He's the closer. If he wants to cough on me, I guess that's what a demented little fucking heart can do. I wonder if Cartier's picking Horizon now for Game of the Year. Uh, we are Litmit Media. I'm picking Pokemon Go. It's a tie. We are a group of video game people liking video games. We make this podcast every Sunday morning for you, so you can listen to it Sunday night or whatever you want to during the week. Yeah, straight up, our milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Mm-hmm. And those milkshakes are available on at the iTunes store. We have five stars, and we'll probably do something about a milkshake, even if it's just mentally imagining you with one. We could stream us making milkshakes. Mm-hmm. We're not above it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go to our YouTube, which you can find if you yeah, go to smoothies. Litmit Media. 
Yeah, fireside.fm. If you want to send in any questions or games or rants for us, litmitmedia at gmail.com. You can go to facebook.com. Litmitmedia. Litmitmedia on Twitter. Facebook.com backslash litmitmedia. Small seizure. Real quick, I want to give you the 2017 Michigan Game of the Year awards as brought to you by Litman Media and Great Lakes Gaming. Our RPG of the Year ends up being Near Automata, just barely beating out Persona 5. Dang. Uh, console of the Year was Switch, just barely beating out PS4. Most Anticipated, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, indie Game of the Year was Cuphead for us. Fighter of the Year, <laughs> Injustice 2. The Pagodi, the podcast game of the year, I know everyone's really worried about it. It apparently is Kill Your Babies. Um, so I wrote like 30 games for this podcast this year, and the winner was one that I didn't write. So <laughs> Boston won, Alan zero. It's uh, it's one you didn't write, it's one people didn't listen to. Kill Your Babies, yeah. <laughs> and then our goatee is Game of the Year, brought to you by Litmit Media, goes to... Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn, because they, thank you, Roger, wow. you swayed me. Wow, Ro- Roger, you had to shake. I will, I will say, mail matters. I will say you guys didn't. Yeah, you. Uh, I didn't want to make an argument. <laughs> I didn't no get offense. the chance to, but. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't, yeah. I, I right, you, can, you can try and swipe me right now. I don't care. Uh, can, can you beat that passion? Uh, you know, two pages I, of I can't even have to think about it. <laughs> it's a lot. You, I know. Uh, let, let him, yeah. Now, let him I, I, it still feels unfair to me. I'll say this. Trey, know that I wanted to get this set on the porch before we came inside for this exact reason. I wanted us to have already picked not Horizon and then come in and get this epic, like, this is why Horizon is game of the year. Uh, because I'm like, it's not like everyone else has gotten a week to, or like four days to write, you know. An email. An email, yeah. yeah. But all that being said. I mean, good email, though. Right so. Zero Dawn, Sleeper Game of the Year. Your closer this week, Kyle Melville. You ain't got shit. <laughs> Trey, I'm going to ask you to please quiet for Kyle as he um, begins his closing. Um, Sorry. I'm actually going to give my closing time this week away. Wow! Yeah. Unprecedented. Yeah. Unprecedented. Actually, even I, I want to do this for a while, but Dan Allen, you can have my closer this week Ooh. because you never get to close. Closing time. Time to go to Chili's. Drink beers with my fucking bottles. Last call for alcohol. You better believe, of all people, not ready to close. I wasn't ready, but I think I had something prepared for this exact moment. Doesn't seem I think, like it. I, I think, I, I think <sighs> this is what we're going to do. So I'm going to try and get into one pair of underwear. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. No. no. This is what it is. I'm glad, I'm glad you actually uh, have me closed because I, I want to tell you guys about a project I'm, I'm going to start working on. Nice. I'm actually going to start doing some writing. Yes. Um, it's fan fiction. And yes, before you ask the question... Please don't interrupt my phone. Oh, I'm the closer, Trey. <laughs> uh, Is it about Cloak and Dagger. I'm supposed to help with that thought. Uh, it's 
it's a world of Cloak and Dagger where it's like Cloak and Dagger, it's like normal stories, but you walk around and like everyone knows who they are and they're so famous and they everyone loves them. They're like, Cloak, Dagger! And they're like, please, we're trying to live our lives. <laughs> and uh, it's just like, everyone watches, the, this is real life I'm talking about now, everyone watches the show and they read the fan fiction. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get a show off this fan fiction for sure, because how, how bad can it be? No one's just writing and pitching Cloak and Dagger scripts. That's what's wrong with the world. That's why they don't have a show yet. Have you seen The Defenders? I'm moving on. The final thing I want to say about closing, about this Cloak and Dagger fanfic, is it will be non-sexual. That way, we can cut the sexual intensity with a knife. Dude, right. And all these fucking new superhero shows and shit. It's not about a love interest. Cloak and Dagger is about a bond. They were meant for each other. (laughs) The soulmates that are Cloak and Dagger. If we had more time, I would uh, I would filibuster right now for 30 straight minutes on Cloak and Dagger. He's just a portal. Yeah, he's a portal that needs her. You know what I mean? Yeah. This has been Great Lakes Gaming. That's Dr. Filibuster, dude. Have an amazing day. Bam! <laughs>